Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Holistic Health Coach and author of You Can Afford to Be Healthy. And this podcast looks at a holistic approach to health from a multi-generational and multinational perspective of women of color. All right, let's go into questions then. What's some quick, healthy snacks to eat at lunch while at work? What do you do? Okay, I I usually bring because of my job. I mm-hmm. usually bring a smoothie, and it's a different smoothie every day. It could be power greens or fruits, but it's or or I usually do the oatmeal with fruits or just plain fruits, or the power green, which is the finished kale and chard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have smoothie for lunch every day. It's quick and it's easy, and it doesn't stop me from having lunch while working. Because my job is a little different from most people who do sit-down jobs. My job is physical, mm-hmm. and I don't put a time on my lunch. I put a time on my breakfast and my dinner. So that's, you know, as I said, my thing is a little different. Mm-hmm. So for the people who do sit-down jobs, I like, like, fruits like grapes and blueberries and cherries because you just wash and they're kind of like finger foods, you know? You don't really right. get you can too wash, much yeah. eat in them. You can wash those and bring them into a, a container, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a nice lunch. Yeah. Well, not this is not for lunch. This is like snacks. I don't snack at work. So for you don't people snack like at snack, yeah. Because you work in on that. <laughs> yeah. Like if I get a five minutes break and I do feel like if I want, I always have nuts in my bag, like almond or walnuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just throw a couple um, nuts in my mouth. Yeah, that's what I had what down I do, too. Nuts like cashews, yeah. pistachios, almonds. Those are my yeah. favorites. And my my um my snack time is what what I take to do some reading. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and, you know, that snacking is good if you're snacking the right stuff. Go Raw also has some healthy snack options, too, that are made from seeds. Uh-huh. That was the, I don't know if you remember that one time, um, the ginger, it's like a ginger snap thing. Super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But all of their stuff are like snack, snack type. Right. Um, but I also have a meal plan, the Eat Real Food Challenge has a meal plan that has a snack list. It's a free challenge and a free resource because there's some other options on there if you want sweet, savory, crunchy, you know, all the different cravings you might have that your snack is trying to fulfill. You can, you know, look there for that. Right. What's the most annoying thing your family has said to you? since they found out you were eating plant-based? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it, it would be nice to know that you have a, a very supportive family that would support you in this, but um, I'm, 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 a, I'm a little sad over it because sometimes you think family should be happy for you when you're doing the right thing, and they should use you as, as an example um because um this it's annoying like oh what you're gonna eat because you don't eat meat and it's 
it's annoying just listening to it, but I know it's stupid because I would answer back and say, you know, your mother, she don't have filter. I would answer back and say, oh, so this is all you're serving is meat. There's no veggie. There's no greens. There's no beans. All the good <laughs> stuff. You have none of those, just meat. <laughs> so you got to balance your meat with something. So I just played off nicely, you know? Yeah. This this but actually is a, a very ignorant statement. You know, it's very ignorant to me. It is because it's not everybody eat meat, and it's not everybody eat green. So you know, I mean, but I'm I'm shocked by it, really, especially with West Indian a West Indian family, because the way we were raised in your household, we couldn't just have a plate of meat. First of all, let me put I never saw that. I, like, first of all, and let me put it to you this way, and I say it again. Sometimes I think it's just a show off for some people because meat was high commodity. Like, if you're not rich, you can't get meat. We grew up not rich, but we have resources. We have the cow, the calf, everything we could kill, but it wasn't that easy because you have to have life and people to do the cow. Anyhow, you'd have to have money to buy the meat. So what we grew up on is a lot of vegetables and a lot of beans, fresh beans. We pick them and shell them, fresh beans. So it's surprising to me, you know, like if people from the third world country to behave like that, it's very surprising to me. So what what do you think that's about? Oh, ignorance. Even even when they watch people around them getting sick and dying early like I look where how do how do they how do they continue to do that that's what I don't understand that that part um you know it's 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 hard to really answer answer for how people think but in my mind got open up to a lot of things I read a lot I listen a lot and I see a lot and seeing to me is example yeah. And I have experienced a lot of things by just seeing. So I don't know what these people see. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know how their thought process works. But Right. Like the woman, I sent you a video, this woman, and I'll, I'll post the link in the show notes to the woman on Steve Harvey's show. Mm. That was sad, though. That is eating is snacking on um bacon soda and cornstarch just mixed together. It's something I would have never even fathomed. Uh, but you know, I can tell you, I can tell you that's sad. You know why I say that's sad? Why before I became a vegetarian, uh, slash vegan, I I usually go shopping and I try to avoid anything that made with cornstarch, and the number one. Um, thing was bread. I make sure I don't pick up any bread that's made with cornstarch. Yeah, but powder. Why would you just eat plain powder? Crazy. It it just seems crazy to me. It's and not, it, it's just locking the knowledge. And then you see who show she was on. It was on Doctor Phil show. And the people come on Doctor Phil show. Was it Doctor Phil? It was, it was Steve, Harvey. Steve Harvey show. But for some reason, Doctor Phil was there. But he. He obviously it's some kind of emotional thing because you see she even started to cry. So she don't feel she couldn't possibly feel proud about what no, she's doing. No, it's not. It's not knowing, and I'm not gonna knock her because 
there are still a lot of things in life I don't know, yeah. but I gravitate after knowledge as I go day by day. And that's one of the things, like sometimes you can listen to people because everybody have a story, you know, and I learned to listen to people. And I know when people are not well. Right. And I know she's not well. Yeah. I'm not like, going to call her. I'm not going to call her crazy. I know the situation is crazy. It's a crazy situation, but she needs help. That's that's really where I stand. Like, I feel like people use food to kill themselves um, slowly because yeah. for whatever reason, they don't care in the moment or whatever. Like, life is just so difficult and the food is so easily accessible, you know, and you're, not, you're less likely to get judged with improper food choices than with like drugs or a gun yeah, or something else, you know? You know what I use baking soda for? Because you, you're at the house and you say I use baking soda. You know what I use it for, right? Clean you remember that morning? You remember the morning where we used it to clean the sink upstairs with vinegar? Yeah. Oh, okay. We actually used to use it at Ertilin Cafe to um, shine off the, the stainless steel sink, you know, because everything's exposed. And when the water, the, the tap water hits the sink, it creates like these, like, you can see the lines. So we would yeah, use it to a, shine, to shine up. It's, the, a, it's a good cleaning product. It clean pipes and stuff. So, which so has me just too. scared for her insides. Yes, that's what I was about to say. For somebody to consume that in your body. It's yeah, very and bad, people so. use it in baking products. And I actually remember in the group, in our Facebook group, the Raw Food Health Empowerment um, Facebook group, um, someone said, because I said, I, you know, I post these recipes and I say, you know, I would do this without X, Y, Z. One of them, I believe, had baking soda and I, or some kind of corn starch or some starch or whatever. And I said, I would do it without this. And the response, someone responded saying, like, something like, why are you so strict or whatever? But baking soda is an irritant. And if you care, like, you can eat whatever you want, right? But if you care about eating healthy, which I expect that you do if you're in the group, because why be in the group <laughs> if you don't care? Um, then that's something you want to stay away from because this will cause you know, digestive issues. It can, you know, contribute to autoimmune. If you already have autoimmune disorder, this is something you absolutely don't want to consume. It can weaken your immune system. You know, it can actually um, wear down your intestinal lining to the point where you're not even absorbing nutrients from the foods that you're eating. So it's, it's not really about being strict. It's about being aware. And if you don't have to use these additional things that are actually causing havoc on your body, then why do it? That's just another product to spend money on, you know, okay. that you don't yeah. need to spend money on. <laughs> well, when I, when I was a child growing up, I never knew better, but that's something we used to have in our kitchen that they used to use it to make like fried dumpling or stuff like that. And I know they still use them in some crackers here. Cause if you look, um, biscuits. If you look uh, on the ingredients, it tell you baking soda is in there. Mm -hmm. But because I know the dangers of baking soda, I don't eat anything that has baking soda in it. So now you still make dumplings. So how do you make it without the baking, baking powder? Powder. When I do make them, I don't make them often. That's that's, that's something I don't mess with though. 
Mm. Like very, very rare. Like maybe once a year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't make them often. Because things that I know that's not good for me, I don't gravitate after those things. I don't get appetite for, for certain things. Mm-hmm. I do it is because it's like a cultural thing. But, you know, cultural for me, not going to save my life. Being being a cultured person with 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 the stuff, you know, like I told you before that when I make Jamaican food, I put a spin on it. Mm-hmm. It's more gourmet type food for me. So baking powder contains baking soda. Yes, so I don't. So I don't use. I don't do it often. Yeah, maybe once a year. I don't do it often. That's good to know. Dumpling have it. I was when you know we were just at grandma's funeral and they had uh bulla there i did see bulla that's a baking soda yeah. and it has bacon which is really so disappointing because i used to love bulla so much now i understand when they talk about um cultural relevancy like when you're talking about healthy eating actually yeah. making culturally relevant foods because people are more inclined to eat things that they're that they know and they're used to um, right. but you have to make it healthier. And, you know, this is something I'm going to research by the time this podcast is published in the show notes, I will have a link on a healthier alternative to baking soda and baking powder on, you know, making these things. Cause it's, I didn't have, I didn't have any of the bullet cake cause I didn't know what else they put in there, but it would be nice yeah. to have bulla again at some point. Well, what they have in there is everything that you don't eat. It's made from flour, brown sugar, and baking soda. Mm-hmm. And the brown sugar is easy to swap out. But I don't bake too much anymore. I mean, since I've been yeah. uh, vegan, I haven't been baking really well, not to bake as a child. Bulla cake, cake I'll eat, but as I said, once in a blue moon, often the moon turns blue. <laughs> and when you when you have things like that, the best thing to get rid of it out your system is when you when you drink that activated charcoal. Yeah, that's, so that's what I do. I know it's hard on your body, but whenever I eat something, uh, it don't linger too much too long in my body. But I know it goes in. Yeah. And once it goes in your body, you have no control over it. Right. I mean, it reminds yeah. me of a bullet. When you when you shoot at someone, you have no control over that bullet. Once it leaves the pistol. And that's how food is. Yeah, you need to have um, good motility. If you're constipated, don't do activated charcoal for sure. Um, because that would be bad. But other than that, it's not bad for the body. Um, it's no, actually- I, know it's not, I know it's not bad, but I wouldn't want to drink. Because you told me before that it's not something you drink every day because it can remove yeah. the nutrient from your body also. Did yeah, there's that? there's that concern out there, um, and there's some dispute amongst the herbalists if that's true or not. I just feel like you know, when when it comes to herbs and these natural like healthcare type things, um, it's best to respect them and not like overdo it. Like you know, we're so used to doing in the Western world, just like going crazy. Like when you know, activated charcoal, no one knew about it, and then. 
all of a sudden they're putting charcoal in everything, charcoal ice cream, charcoal smoothies, charcoal. And it's like, I know she, what are you I doing? Know yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like they, they make a trend out of everything, you know? And like when it comes to herbs, which this, this won't really, because this activated charcoal doesn't absorb, it adsorbs, so it just works like a magnet and, and pulls out. But it's like, like I said, if you're constipated, you shouldn't have it because that stuff is just going to stay in you and not come out and you know there could be some effects for that but like when it comes to herbs like neem white willow all that stuff you keep using that stuff every single day and you don't have an issue and you're just using it every day it won't even work anymore it's not going to be as potent because your body's like used to it you know Um, so i just feel like there needs to be respect for this this ancient wisdom and the tools and resources and to not go crazy where we can go crazy and eat all the things all the time. If we want to, um, our raw fruits and vegetables, because they're not as mm-hmm. potent, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so that's just where I'm like, you know, I, I have the charcoal here on hand when I need it, but it's definitely not something I would do every single day, unless you're doing a detox regimen, which like when, with certain detox regimens, they have that as a daily thing because you're in the process of eliminating, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not something you do in 365 days for the year. So right. <clears throat> it, it makes sense. So with, with this, though, it's a good transition into one of these other questions on, did you change or force your children to eat healthy? Um, and I thought you could really speak on this because you are really the reason I'm even interested in this healthy lifestyle thing. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. <laughs> so how, go back to that time, like you, your, your, your eating habits before grandma's diagnosis, like what was that like exactly? Oh, it was like the basic eating. Like um, uh, we would have, I tried to keep up the way we used to eat back home. Like every day is a different type of meal. Um, I never used to buy junk in else. Like sodas I never used to buy. If I do buy soda, it used to be ginger ale. But um, sometimes I would make what you call lemonade, Mm -hmm. um, which is, brown sugar with lemon and a lot of water you mix it up it's a drink it's one of those jamaican drinks um we used to have that with um the just as they process the cane sugar that's how we used to make it okay we used to have that as drinks but we used to cook like how the average person cook but everything was balanced with whether it's um potato or rice and um, either one um, with whatever meat, but vegetables. So it was balanced, you know? And I used to do the shopping, so I never go to the store and buy things that I'm not supposed to. We used to have an average household. We'd buy cheese, milk, rice, all those things. Mm-hmm. But gradually we cut out certain things little by little by little by little. When you that's, guys that's, because, huh? that's because grandma was diagnosed. No, before she was diagnosed. That's how we started to make changes. Yeah. And what what triggered that? Always, we always have a balanced meal. See, when Grandma was cooking, when Grandma was cooking, things was different because she used to do the cooking. 
And she cooked all Jamaican food the Jamaican way. So when I take it over, things was different. When grandma wasn't able to cook, I was doing things differently. I was baking stuff instead of boiling things on the stove and frying things. Everything and what, was going what inspired you to, to do those, to make those changes? Her illness. Okay, so she was diagnosed at that point. Um, not with diabetes. She was diagnosed with heart condition. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it was her heart and condition. Then, and then tr- I had all these, huh? It was her heart condition that triggered these yes, changes. Yeah. Her, her heart condition, her high blood pressure, yes. So then you started making changes. Now, at the time, uh, Chucky, who's my older brother, your first child, how old was he? when this change was going on? Well, Chucky must be about 13, 14. Okay, so he's pretty set in his taste at this point, I would assume, right? As a young boy. How did you get him to eat healthier, to really transition and be comfortable with these changes you were making? It wasn't hard for me because um, I do the shopping and the stuff I buy. So if Chucky has to eat any junk, we get it on the outside, but not in the house. Mm. So it was just... In our house, meals are always prepared. You're like, you never say, what am I going to eat today? There's always meals prepared. Mm -hmm. So you didn't didn't have any pushback from him at all? No. Chucky eats anything. That's interesting because some parents complain that they cannot get their, their kids are picky eaters. And no, my son, my son, oh, my, the only thing that Chucky would never eat, he never liked ripe banana and he never liked chocho. Those are the two things I can tell you I have a problem with. And I never force him to eat it. You don't like it, you don't like it. I never force him to eat the things he don't like, which is only two things. He right. eats everything. So you just didn't make those things? Yeah, I just didn't give it to him. We you made other here, things for him. Right. But whatever is in the house, he'll eat it. But you see, that's, that's, that's one of the mistakes a lot of parents do. They'll tell you that they don't want their kids to, to drink soda, but they bring it in. And I think that's temptation for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's temptation for adults, too. It's like, it's like co- coordinating your priorities. Like you make up yeah. your mind to do something. So you have to follow through with that when you go to the grocery store and right. follow through with your decisions at the register with your wallet. You know, it's right. not enough to say, oh, my child won't and my child can't and my child don't. Like, what are you doing? Because you're the one in control of the house. Yeah, my, my, my truck wasn't a picky eater. He wasn't picky at all. Mm-hmm. So you didn't and really. Chucky never, and he never started putting on weight until he went to college. He left for home, uh, maybe skinny like uh, Akin. Mm-hmm. You know, college or will do that. They call it the freshman 15. Yes, yeah. He, <laughs> he left home very healthy looking. Because he used to get physical, very physical. There was nothing that he missed no game, no nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. He was a physical young man. So what was, what's your favorite tea to help you relax and decompress? <laughs> you know, you, you want me to recommend one that will help people? Because for me, 
I don't need nothing to relax. Oh, really? I, no, nothing. But you I like tea water. so much. I drink it, but not to relax. I just like the way it makes my tummy feel. But the best tea to relax is pep for me is peppermint tea. But I really don't need something to relax. I relax very easily. Really? Wow. Yes, I'm talking to you now and I'm relaxed. <laughs> well, I know I um, have dealt with and deal with some, like I have dealt with like anxiety attacks. Okay. Um, and sometimes I do get panicky. I get some anxiety. So for me, I keep on hand um, uh, stress relieving tea that will typically have like kava kava or valerian in it. Um, mm-hmm. But I like, I like, I have peppermint too, but um, ginger, anything warm. Chamomile tea is supposed to oh, be good, but I have something yeah. about things that make you relax. Mm-hmm. It's what it actually does in actuality close your brain down it makes you tired it's when, it's when the brain is working fast but when you drink those things once you start getting relaxed you know the brain is resting see what what slow my brain down is when i'm sleeping at night <laughs> but you know um this is important in a way because uh, I shared a video in the group about this, the health effects of stress, right? In the wild, yeah. like animals are stressed for like a few seconds, right? They're being chased mm-hmm. and they're either going to escape this chase or be eaten and be done, right? So the right. stress doesn't last very long. But for us, we could be in what would be considered by a zebra or a lion as a non-stressful situation, like talking in front of a group of people, and our whole body is having um, a stress breakdown. And so there's, there's a cascade of effects, which is why, like for me, I don't just wait for the tea to – I actually – um, in the morning with my my breakfast smoothie, I use this uh, product. It's a, a golden chai blend from Gaia, mm-hmm. and it has ashwagandha mm-hmm. in it, which is a um, adaptogenic herb. And so adaptogenic herbs are really good, too. This is only one of them, but I think maca is also another one. Um, but what what it does is it basically stabilizes your your body and your hormones so that you can your body is more resilient against stress um so i kind of do that as a buffer knowing that you know i can be easily stressed out <laughs> so oh, okay uh, yeah it kind of just put the, helps to protect i put the marker in my smoothie okay. so maybe that's why i don't bother with stress you don't i don't realize i'm using those things that calm you you know yeah yeah. Yeah. So cool. We have um 10 minutes left. So one big news item that I'm going to bring up is Monsanto. Um this is this is God right here. I just want to say because Monsanto is an evil company, okay? <laughs> They're spreading chemicals mm-hmm. all over the place and mm-hmm. um they were bought by Bayer, Bayer, the pharmaceutical company, and uh, this this was like a really bad buy. Just the other day, 
Monsanto had to pay more than $2 billion to a couple in California who says that their cancer was caused by Roundup, which is their weed killer product, right? And the couple used it on their property for decades. Eventually, they were both diagnosed with the same type of cancer. They're both now in remission, but testified about the lasting damage that it caused, and a jury is awarding them $1 billion each in punitive damages plus another $55 million in compensatory damages. And this is the third lawsuit related to Roundup that Monsanto has lost in California, the largest payout so far. And there are thousands of similar cases that are pending at the federal and state level. So I'm really excited about this. Not that so many people were harmed, but that we're, they're finally finding some justice and getting vindicated. And I wish this news was more like, I want everyone to spread this news, why it is important for us to eat organic. It is expensive, I know, but if you just shuffle around your money, go through your budget, read my book, I go into detail on that, but buy organic so you don't even have to end up in this situation because how many people have waited so long just to sue these people, you know, and we're yeah. all eating these chemicals. I just Not wish organic wasn't so expensive, was so costly though, because that's why a lot of people don't go organic. Yeah, and you know, our government could do something about that. Talk to your legislator about why that's yeah. the case. Our government subsidizes these chemical stuff, these, these, the five commodity crops that are heavily sprayed with pesticide. Why are we subsidizing these things? We're artificially making healthy food more you know, expensive. You know what's sad? Even when I'm planting stuff at home, the little in the in the containers, I have to get organic soil. The yeah. soil is more expensive than the regular soil, so that's what I'm saying. It's you know, it's it's a costly thing, and that's the sad part. Like it's one thing for us to tell people eat organic, but can they afford it? So that's why the government have to intervene and do something about the yes. cost of these. Yes, and, and you can afford it. If you feel you can't, pick up my book, first of all. Secondly, contact me um, because you can. Even if you are on, uh, you're getting government assistance for food, your dollars can be used in these organic groceries, uh, grocery stores, and at, at uh, farmer's markets. And in some places, you actually can double your dollars at the farmer's market for organic produce where you, it can be very affordable. Soon they'll Are be working know? on uh, being able to use uh, WIC, the women in infant, uh, I forget, WIC funds, you know, women, infant, and children. Uh, right. That's for milk, though. Yeah. For, for milk. Well, they, you actually can buy other things. It's not just milk, but you can milk, buy other food food stuff, but um, you can also use these things that uh, SNAP benefits, which is formerly known as food stamps, for online retailers. Right now, it's not allowed, but they're working to make it more allowable. So like uh, companies like, for example, Imperfect Produce that is, you know, taking organic produce from the farms directly to uh, consumers, they can cater to people who are um, lower income, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the options are expanding and they also have um, some boxes available for people who are low income even right now, despite, you know, the government or whatever. There are companies doing things to make food more, you know, healthy food more accessible. And, you know, it's always... And a, little, 
a little tip off on that though. Um, mm -hmm. Like for people who get public assistance, I know they're trying to get a lot for their money, but sometimes you can kind of eat less, cut your appetite down a little. Right. Yeah. We don't because, really eat three um, meals a day. Uh, less, less is more. Not that, you know, if you eat more, you're going to be, be healthier. Not necessarily. You could be eating more and eating more bad stuff. So if you eat less of the less of the bad stuff and more of the and uh, you know even a little amount of the good stuff, mm -hmm. I make your dollar go a long way. You know, it's healthier in that sense. Right. You could eat healthy and utilize the benefits of intermittent fasting and actually right. save some money and help your digestive system, your body, and everything like that. Yeah, because we're late, uh, earlier in the in the podcast, what like what I do for snack. My snack time is when I read, mm -hmm. and that helps your mind also. It takes it off food because food is not, you know, as the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone. But sometimes we can have other things where we go by, you know, right. not just stay on food. Because when saying that, I don't want people to think I don't think of food. I think of food all the time. I love to eat. <laughs> But I try not to eat the way I love to eat, if you know what I mean. Right. Because then we'd be eating all the time. And even if you don't get big or obese, because it's really difficult to be obese eating healthy, clean foods, right? But mm. it does wreak havoc on your digestive system because you have it working all the time. And that's all when the time, yeah. levels get overproduced and then you get, you know, all these digestive issues, you know. So there are issues that arise with overeating. Sometimes you can change up your meals. Like you don't have to cook every day. Right. Yeah, yeah you, you can change your Yeah, you can change your meals up, you know, mm -hmm. especially in the summertime. In the summertime, you really don't need a lot of food because the, the time is too hot, you see? Yeah. More, more water and fruits in the summertime. That's good. If you hate wax on your produce, wouldn't it be nice to have organic produce delivered to your home every week at affordable prices? And not just any produce, but produce you get to pick that you actually like coming from a local farm? Let me rave some more about Imperfect Produce. I love this company. Not only are they making sure that small organic family farmers can make more money and avoid trashing perfectly good food, but they deliver that good food straight to your doorstep. Click on the link in the show notes for $10 off your first box of produce. Talk someone today. Tell someone you love them. Life is very short. We've been going to a lot of funerals. And especially when it touch home, that's when it hurts most. And the word today is love. Thanks, Mom. Okay, darling. Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe so you're notified on all our future episodes when they're released.